to the On God's Time podcast. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, yeah, hey man, it's, it's been a couple months. Took a break. We had a you know had a lot going on. I had a lot going on with life, and so I decided to take a couple months off. But uh, you know what? We're back. and We're better than ever. You know, so what camera do we need to get? Something, something cheesy, either one. Don't okay. Matter. We got two cameras going, man. That's how you know it's, it, we, we get that bougie set up now. But, uh, <laughs> but no, uh, today we have two of my absolute favorite people in the world, uh, Jackson Shaw and Haley Shaw now. She's been married for, wait, I've been married for like, what, a year and a half, two years? Two years, two years? on Monday. It's crazy. Monday. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But they've got like a super cool story of how they met. I witnessed it all. So... Any story they give, I might be able to like piggyback off of it. But, uh, <laughs> but no, um, and there were some complications at their son's birth who recently was born. Banks, right? I'm not. Banks, yeah. Like, I gotta make sure. That'd be terrible if I said like, you know, like Brady or something. You know, like, my son's name's not Brady. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no, I gotta ask you guys the question of the podcast, and you, like, you can answer this and her, either one. Um, when did you decide to stop living on your time and stop? I'm sorry. When did you decide to start living on your time? Stop. Living. Stop. Oh my gosh, bro! It's been so long. Stop. Oh. When did you decide to stop living on your time and start living on God's time? Oh my gosh! Just, what's your testimony? Like when? You know, when did you start living for Jesus? You want to go first? I'll go first because mine's <laughs> not as flamboyant, if you will. Um, <laughs> so I was really fortunate to like grow up in a good. Um, faith-based home and grow up in church and so I don't think for me there was really a big pivotal moment I just remember there being a moment when I was younger where they would talk about you know the story of Jesus and the cross and like if you believe that you can repent and be saved and um, have an eternal relationship with him and get to spend eternity in heaven with him one day and so I was like I want that like mm-hmm. I really feel like I really love Jesus and like this is awesome and so I remember accepting him into my heart um, and so I was probably like between the ages of eight to 10 at that time. And so there's not really anything like sin in your life mm-hmm. other than like, Oh, I lied to my parents or I disobeyed my parents or something like that. And so, um, there wasn't anything big like that, that I turned from. Um, and so it's really just been my whole life. Like as I grow as a person growing in my walk with Christ as well, um, mm-hmm. and then pinpointing things in your life, it's like, Hey, you know. I need to do better in this area and like this isn't honoring God and so I need to um, refocus that and and my heart and just continue trying to grow in that and honor him Um, so really my life has just been a continuous walk with Christ and I used to be really ashamed of that being my testimony Mm. because it was like everybody's got like they're supposed to be like you get taught how to tell a testimony and everyone's like there's supposed to be that one key moment that really grabs people, you know, like like yeah. a show or like a book or something, mm-hmm. like the whole, the plot theme and everything. I was like, I don't have that. And yeah. so I got to speak to a really cool um, girl that's really influential in my life. And she was like, mine's the same way. Don't be ashamed of that because like everybody's story is influential and yeah. impactful. So don't, don't demean that, whatever. Like do not be ashamed of that and just share the truth of what it mm-hmm. was because the truth of it is, we were all born in sin until we chose to accept Christ. Mm-hmm. So it's so crazy you say that because like at FCA camp this year, which you were both huddle leaders before, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like I was a huddle leader this year, and it was so crazy. Willie Spears, the speaker, he like was talking about that, talking about like people that have you know struggled with drugs, alcohol, this and that. Right. And and then he paused and he said, "I want you to know, if that's not your testimony, good." Yeah. And he was like. 
please don't think that in order to get closer to God, you gotta go get wasted or you gotta go like have a bunch of sex before marriage with a bunch of people. Like don't like don't think that. He was like, if you have not dealt with any major sin in your life, good. Yeah. And then so he was talking about that. Yeah. And so I thought that was really cool. And that reminded me of that because like yeah, I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, what are you? Uh, man, I, I could talk for hours about my story. Um, I don't know, where, where should we begin? Um, I don't know, I guess we'll just do a short rundown, I guess. I grew up, uh, I guess I grew up in the, in a, uh, my parents kind of church, my mom church a lot when we were, when we were younger. Um, then my dad, my mom got divorced, and mm-hmm. uh, so kind of church hopped a little bit. So my dad never went to church and everything. Um, and then my dad got remarried, and uh, my stepmom was like, hey, we're going to go to church now. So like, okay, cool. So we started going to church, and uh, the church we went to kind of taught some things that, uh, just kind of things that kind of took away from the gospel in a sense. Mm-hmm. Just kind of uh, things you have to do to be saved. Um, and it was kind of maybe wonder because I was like, man, there's other people that don't teach that same way, you know, um, these things you have to do. And uh, I don't know, it's always something I wrestled with. You know, I was in FCA in high school and stuff, and I was still, you know, people called me the preacher guy and stuff because I was really involved in church and everything. Yeah. Uh, but I was still involved in FCA, like, and back home when, and it was a pretty big deal. Um, and then uh, I guess our story kind of goes into how we met kind of goes into yeah. the story a little bit, but you know, we met FCA, FCA stuff, but fast forward into college, um, she moved, to, she went back to ASU. I moved to Jonesboro and started working up there and stuff. And, um, I got invited to go to 747 yeah. at Central Baptist. And, uh, it was like a friend of mine that I grew up with invited me and she's, you need to come hang out with us. I was like, okay, cool. And like Haley didn't even go. And I went and sat there like by myself, and I was like, "Man, this feels so weird." Like where I grew up, like, wouldn't like it would mm. hate that I'm sitting in this church right now and stuff. And I just kind of like just kind of try to put away a lot of thing I was taught, you know, growing up. I just kind of like want to sit there and just kind of take it all in because I've been taught these things growing up. Like mm. you got to do this stuff, you got you know all this, and um, to be saved and everything. It's like, man, it's just I don't know. I'm just wrestling with it. I've always wrestled with it, and. uh we go through that semester and I start going to the life group with Jacob Simmons. And I love that guy. Yeah, he's great. And uh, she started going with, now Hannah Simmons, but it was Hannah Poe then. So it's Jacob's wife. And so we'd be doing all that. And I was like, I really want to get involved here. And uh, so I applied to be a life group leader. Mm-hmm. Got that. Then I applied to be on the team because I really want to get involved. And uh, I was like, man, but I really don't, like, I, eh, it ain't gonna work, like, I, like, I was kind of playing up in my head, like, God, like, if this is what you, where you really want me to go and be a part of, like, this church and everything, like, let me be on the team, like, mm-hmm. let that happen, and I was like, it was for, for a while that I was like, man, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do this, like, I, I don't have time, versus, like, this is, like, what I'm not, I'm like, I'm not supposed to be here, like, this isn't what I'm supposed to be, and then I'm sitting there in Blyville on a FedEx truck, and John Freeman calls me, hey, we're going to let you know you're on the team, bro. And I was like, what? Yeah. For real? And uh, I was like, that's awesome, you know. And so that summer, this was in 2019, uh, we go through this whole, 
go for the whole yeah go for the whole gospel like from Genesis to Revelation reading the whole entire thing mm-hmm. and like I I've done that like I've kind of done that but like this time like I really sat down and read and like I, got, so, I still got the I still got the whole like notebook and stuff I like, it's a monumental part of my life and so read the whole thing and it's like it really like like I was like God was really dealing with me and then uh, so like we did that and started that with I grew up with Kobe Boyd like we were leading together. And we had to take a class called Theology, Theology of the Gospel, mm-hmm. T-O-G. And so I'm sitting there, and uh, Jonathan's talking about, um, like, sanctification and justification and everything. He started talking about um, Ephesians 2, 8 through 9, talking about, like, you know, we're just we're saved by grace through faith, mm-hmm. you know, by Christ alone, like, that no man should boast, right? Like, it's not anything that we do. Mm-hmm. Like, that just, like, struck me. I was like, dang, like, that's what I've been missing this whole time It's like, I've been, like I've been saying I'm a Christian. I've been, like I was, this was after I'd been a whole leader at SJ camp. I, yeah. You know, man, had been dating for two years or whatever, all this stuff. And it's like, that's where, like that's what I've been missing. Like this whole time I've been wondering, like, am I going to go to hell? Like yeah. if I died right now, mm-hmm. would I go to heaven or hell or not? Like I've never been sure of that. But then reading, like sitting in that class that day, I'm like, wow. Like that's what I missed this entire time was that there's nothing that I can never do, and like this, like goes into like our story of banks too. But like, there's nothing I can ever do to be in control of my own salvation. Like it's mm-hmm. only by Christ's blood mm-hmm. and His life that He gave on the cross for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so then, fast forward to that January, a friend of mine from high school started going to Seven Works Seven. I haven't seen this dude in years, and he got baptized. And that night he got baptized, he was like, you know, just talking about his story and everything. I was like, whoa, like I've been baptized. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't truly saved until yeah. this whole process this summer. Like I'm sitting in TLG that day, like I, like I'm baptizing the wrong side of my salvation. Like I needed it. Mm-hmm. You didn't feel like you actually truly. Yeah, yeah. So then uh, February 19th, the day after I got this tattoo, uh, the day after I got my tattoo, uh, I got baptized, uh, and it was. But yeah, I mean, not saying that baptism saves or anything like that, but mm-hmm. just like. That whole process, like showing, like, hey, like I really, like I commit my life to Christ because beforehand it wasn't real, mm-hmm. but now like it was. It's so, so dude, that's it's so crazy. Like getting into the, like the college age, like I am now, it is crazy how that is so many people's story. Like they'll like as at a young age, they're like, oh, you know, I've accepted Jesus, you know, this and that, and then like they don't. The gospel is not presented them clearly mm-hmm. until they get like like the thing is like that's what I think Central does a very good job of of presenting it clearly and saying you do not earn your salvation you know yeah. once yeah. you accept Jesus then you know it's not by works but at the same time it's like there will be fruit if you are so it's, so it's just like it's a good balance of like you know you don't earn your salvation like that's a big thing and so like it is crazy like I know so many people like I have a um, a guy named Michael Blue, he was a huddle leader um, at FCA camp. Like he, well, he was like recently, but not this summer, but last summer, he was like going into like huddle leader training and he gave his life to Jesus at huddle leader training because he realized, oh my gosh, like I don't think I've actually like truly accepted Jesus and, you know, know that there's a lifestyle change now, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like, it's like this. Like you said, you don't earn. Like we, we still lie. We still, you know, you know, do all the little sins and stuff. But it's like, if you can't confidently, like, you know, look at someone and say, "Okay, why are you saved?" Right? Like, yeah. do you know why? Then, 
Yeah. That's yeah. a scary place to be. Yeah. And if there's no, like, the biggest thing I've been showing is, like, there's no conviction, right? Conviction is, you know, from the Holy Spirit says, hey, no, that's wrong. Don't do that. Yeah. And so, but yeah, dude, I think that's really awesome. I didn't know that, though. Like, don't know now. <laughs> but, like, it's a, like, you can ask her, like, there's been, even, even now, I still wrestle with that stuff because, like, I've got, it's, it's a lot of, there's a lot of like, trauma and the yeah. that I deal with. with there's a lot to be undone. Yes. Like you've, got, if you've been so focused for years on this is what, you know, I've been taught, this is how I've been wired to think you've got to mm-hmm. reverse that. You know, it's like the things that, like, I, it's weird too, like, I, you know, I was taught that stuff, but it's also like, I studied it, like, I knew this stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, like, I wanted to preach for that, all that stuff. You know, I wanted to be that. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I was like, hey, no, like, that's not. You know, trying to make it fit your own. Yeah. 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 And like, I still struggle with, you know, like self doubt and like, like, oh, like, is this me or is God talking here? You know, yeah. like, and that's a, that's a hard, that's still a hard thing to deal with. But like, still my certainty, like, it's like, it doesn't matter what I like, I'm dealing mm-hmm. with. Like, God's yeah. still in control. You know, like, God's still down the cross for me, you know? Yeah. Dude, it's so crazy, honestly. Like, ever since I've started, like, you know, having more opportunities to like preach and speak. Like I'm preaching here Sunday. And here? Like, yeah, cool. And, but like ever since I've started having opportunities to do that, I've actually like, and I haven't said this or anything, I've actually struggled with self-doubt. Like I've struggled with like, you know, you're not caught, like you're not it's equipped so enough to do that. You're like, nah, like you can't do it. And it's like, I've got to continually remind myself like you're actually right. But thank God that it's him doing it through me and not me. And so it's like, Whenever it comes back to him and not you, like, dude, that's that's actually, like, when we can do the best. But it's so hard to remind ourselves of that. And so, because, like, yeah, dude, I mean, I, I definitely, yeah, I, I struggle with self-doubt, like you said, like, in the last year, or I'd say, yeah, I'd say, mm, like, the last six months or so. <laughs> but something like that, no. But, <laughs> but no, I mean, it's, um, dude, I read this book called The Journey by Billy Graham. Um, he talked about how, the enemy like wants you like he's wants to try and get you like doubt your salvation and stuff yeah. like that because he wants you to be like oh I'm not saved because then and then you'll start being restless and then you'll start trying to earn and stuff like so, that yeah, so, that's like, hard it's hard. that's like uh, when you're on the right path that's when he really is trying to rock your world and get you off that and mm-hmm. you're because he doesn't want you to do mm-hmm. the right thing he doesn't want you to you know do what's going to bring glory to God and so mm-hmm. that's you know, yeah. a big part of why mm-hmm. yeah but. Let's kind of flip the script a little. I want to get in y'all's story. I want to talk about because it. it's like my favorite thing ever. So I just I want to get from y'all's perspective. I want to know like like maybe like I don't know when you saw Haley like oh like I'm low with her. I got like what what is it? No because because I'll give a very like thirty second rundown. So what's your perspective? My perspective on it. My perspective on it. So we went on a mission trip to Wyoming and. How long were we there? Ten days or a week? I don't even remember how long. Like a week or something like that. Yeah, we were there for like a week. Anyways, so before the trip, me and my brother, and more more Jake, I say me and my grandpa were like, you know, like, hey Jackson, you should come on this mission trip. You should come on this mission trip. I think I met David like two or three times. Yeah, but he like wanted you to come because we were involved in FCA and stuff. And then I'm sure my mom was like, Haley, you need to come and this and that. And so. Anyways, but yeah, they ended up coming. This, I'm already past 30 seconds. Thank you. But, but anyways, so I'm excited because I've never met Jackson, but we've talked like so many times on like Instagram or whatever. Like, and so we got to meet each other. We were like joking around the whole time saying like my dog here or whatever. It was wild, dude. We were just messing around so much. And then out of nowhere, I felt like I got, he got stolen from me because <laughs> I, like we were taught, like we were 
back home, I remember more specifically on the way back home. Yeah. They rode together in the same seat the whole way home. Until your mom separated hey, your us. Mom, man. Yeah, but because she was they, like, Christy, I know she was like, wait a second, we can't Christy, be now. It's dark, no, like girls up front, guys in the back. No, literally, like I was surprised by that because, like, I just remember, um, I don't remember who it was, but I like I had some friends on there that were girls, and like I would try to talk to them, and I'm like, nee, that's a bully. And then y'all started sitting together, and I was like. What the heck? But no, like I, I don't actually remember like during the mission trip. I don't remember y'all talking much. I just remember y'all like sitting together and talking on the way back. That's what I remember. So tell me like. That's what really yeah. I clicked. Yeah. So tell me. Do like, you want to start or do I want to start? Hmm. What? I'll start. I just want to start. I feel like the intro started with me. Anyway, okay. So. That's mm. for before we even go on the trip. <laughs> oh my gosh! But this is crazy. So no, he you will deny it like all the time. I swear for forever. But he followed me on Instagram like in junior high. Stop it! In junior <laughs> high, yes. And that's when you know, like you let people that you don't know follow you, and you follow yeah. them back because you're like, oh, I gotta. You know, get a following and all this. You're like, I'm in junior high. Nobody wants to see my awkward selfies. So, <laughs> but so he followed me. I follow him back. <laughs> Very random. Don't think anything else about it until the day that we're leaving for Wyoming. Uh-huh. And your mom had told me before we left, we were talking about the trip, and she said, "Yeah, we've had this kid from Wincoming. His name is Jackson Shaw." And I was like, "Why does that name sound familiar? Like, I feel like I know who this guy is." No. <laughs> Anyway, so for some reason when she tells me that, it just clicks. I'm like, this is in my head. I was like, who is this Jackson Shock? I'm like, I'm a little intrigued. And so we get to the day that we're leaving for the trip, and everyone's, like, getting their stuff on the bus. And I remember we took a picture before we left Mm -hmm. in front of the bus. And that's when I saw you, and I was like, that's got to be the guy. And I was like, oh. (laughs) I like the way he looks. (laughs) I like him a lot. And I told Hannah Baxter came on that trip with us, and I I remember I told her I was like, "Do you see the Jackson guy from when? Like he is very attractive. Like uh, I really yeah. I'm this is like nothing yeah. ever gonna happen." I was like, "I'm not even like I'm the last person he would look at on this trip and be like, hey. But so I was like, "Whatever." But he's cute in my opinion. That's mm-hmm. all. Well, so we leave and everything and. Um, we're like several hours on the road and we're taking some windy roads and I got Pete, you know, we're on a charter bus and yeah. a bathroom in the back. Well, mm. he's sitting in the back. I swear with Macy, but no. he says it's not. Anyway, not that that's bad. I'm just saying it's funny. It's just funny because I was like, he's sitting with another girl. He's sitting with another girl. Anyway, so I walk back there and I get like he's sitting right behind the bathroom door mm. and we take this curve and I just like fall in his lap. Ah, uh, you were falling. Uh, no, like no. You saw it. You I did see that. I remember. I am. I am. No, I am so like awkward and you know uh-huh. did not want him to even see me when I went back there and I fall on his lap. I thought I was gonna die and oh, like yeah. yeah he like helps me stand back up. He's like, are you okay? And I'm like. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. He's like, okay. And I just remember I go on the bathroom. I was like, oh my God, did that really happen? Yeah. And so I come back out and I'm like, and also it's like, okay, you gotta be quick now. You can't make him think like you're doing anything other than just like a little bit of pee that's so awkward. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> you're fine. Anyway, you know, no, like, just overthinking everything. I was like, because he knows I've been here. So I was just like, yeah. okay, get out of here. And I open the door and he looks back at me. He goes, don't fall on your way back up or don't trip or something like that. And I was like, 
this is all this guy's gonna think of me. He's not gonna, no, I was like, he's not gonna have anything up. Anyway, so yeah, that happened. I was like, oh my gosh, I just fell on his lap. She's like, dude, that would happen to you. But yeah, and so then we just, we get there and, and you can pick up here and out because then you, that's when you really saw me and yeah. So, do I go back to my perspective? For Let's go back to your perspective. Sure, I like, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. It's the full thing, man. It's yeah. So, I remember following her, following her on Instagram some sometime. Oh, yeah, because he had unfollowed me. Whoa, no. But I, I still followed him. Stop. Anyway. But, uh, I swear I was sitting by Nate Hammond. Mm-hmm. And you can go ask him, but I, who cares? Um, I don't know, man. I, I didn't know anybody. I just knew... Jake and you, mm-hmm. mom, DP, like that's it. Yeah, like, I didn't know anybody, so I'm sitting on the bus. I hate baseball. I know you do. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I'm here. But, I know you do. But I just know I love David, and uh, he called me because I was sitting there. I just graduated high school. Uh, my mom, or well, I was sitting at I was sitting at the kitchen table when David called me. Well, actually, yeah, I think David called me first, and uh, he said, "Hey." I just talked to you guys, late director, I was asking some guys to go on a mission trip to Casper, Wyoming, um, to do a sports camp stuff, and I was like, shoot, I'm down. Yeah. And uh, he said, you know, golf tournament stuff, you know, you'd be able to go through that. And I was like, all right, I'm cool with it. He said, uh, he said, so if you're you're okay with it, like, if we're leaving June 16th, you can be some baseball and everything, I'll send you some details. I was like, all right, sweet. So I called, I sat there, like, I was sitting on the phone. I said, mom, I'm going to Wyoming. She said, you'll be 18, I don't care what you do. And I was like, nice. So I'm going to Wyoming. And, uh, and so we go, and I, I'm like, nah, I don't like baseball. Ugh. But we go, I come up here, and uh, I, didn't, I didn't even have enough clothes, I don't think. So I wanted to hit it and bought some clothes, some more clothes. I think I remember that. You said, that I ain't even having enough clothes, bro. I got to go buy stuff. So I went and bought some stuff, and I you know, got on the bus, and we started driving. And... Uh, yeah, we're sitting there. This girl goes to go to the bathroom. And she trips and falls in my lap. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> it's her. <clears throat> and um, so, yeah, then all that stuff happens. I don't remember the whole me talking to her again, but you know, whatever. <laughs> the next day, uh, we're sitting there, and I'm sitting beside Michael Robinson. Mm-hmm. I'm chatting up with him, you know. You know he, he was a year or two older than me in school. So like we played ball against each other and stuff, you know, they beat us, we beat them and all that kind of stuff. You know, baseball sucks, wins better. Um, <laughs> but uh, so he's sitting there, yeah, and uh, he's like, yeah, that's my friend, she's done back here. And I'm like, what's up? And, like, and Haley, we hadn't met before that trip either. Yeah. And like Haley had all this ASU stuff on. I was like, hey, this girl's in college, bro. Like, what's up, dude? <laughs> <laughs> he's got like a cougar pass. But, so like, whoa, of course, that's Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Okay, hold on, now. Hold your roll. But I was like, man, it's crazy. Like, Michael was older than me, so that's kind of what I put two and two together. But then, you know, come find out, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, it's like I really wouldn't focus on any kind of like have a relationship or anything and stuff. Cause I was just trying to focus on the Lord and everything. And, uh, but, you know, start talking to her and stuff. We start talking a little bit, hanging out. Mm-hmm. Low key flirting. Well, just a little low key. I, I have a very, uh, not. Like I said, flirtation. Flirty personality? Are you saying that when you aren't actually flirting? That's no, just how you are? No, oh I'm very, I'm very, uh, I'm very person. Well, if that's the case, I'm glad I was a little more aggressive in pursuing you. Oh, well, whatever. Um, nah, but then, you know, 
we could put in the same groups and stuff during the week and all that stuff. Like our first day at camp, like our run through. I was so thing. excited too. I was fun. like, Chrissy, please put us together. Chrissy! You know, and then, she did. You know, I slipped and fell and hit those Orbeez on my, like I fell. Yo, I remember that. I thought I was going to die, man. That was, I remember when you did that though, and I was like, oh, I really liked this guy, but that made him look kind of dumb. <laughs> <laughs> didn't Bailey, didn't she like yeah, break her arm or her leg? Her knee. She likes to have problems with this. Bro, she got here. She got like took out of there. Yeah. Why are you laughing, right? It was, it was wild. Bro. It was wild. It's, I not, it's not funny. But I mean, I got hurt too. Anyway. 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 Uh, anyway. Yeah. But uh, I don't know, man. We got from the same groups and stuff and all that. Like, it's cute and everything. But uh, we started riding back on the trip. Like, we rode back on the trip together and stuff. Back home. And that's um, kind of the rest of the history, I guess. Yeah. But we like started snapping. You're Oh, yeah, because that's how I knew you were going to follow me on Instagram. Because you're like, yeah, here's my Instagram. I was like, oh, I follow you. And you're like, oh, I'll follow you. I'll follow you back. And I was like, oh, thanks. Mm. But then he gets my snap. He's like snapping me while oh, we're there. Oh, wait, wait, wait. But like, we're sitting there and at the at the church we're staying at. I go upstairs and Haley's washing her sink, washing her hair in the sink in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. I was like, what's, like, what's going on? We was all over showering at the school, but then you're over here washing, sink, washing hair in the yeah. sink. Because I wanted to take bro. time and it was so long, so your uh, mom was helping yeah, me. I think I remember that. Yes. Chrissy was talking to me about you and like what all the stuff, like all the speaking and like raising money and everything for the trip. And I was like, that's awesome. And I go upstairs. I think it was, I think it was me. She was like, you know, she really likes you. And I was like, nah, bro, like what? It's crazy. Yeah, getting her little and then, dabbling in the yeah magic. <laughs> so then we ride back. From, yeah, so that's all. Yeah, and uh. I think I came to base. We came to base where we get cows and stuff the next week or something. Yeah, and I went out that. to the cell barn. I was like, oh, hey, I'm in Batesville. <laughs> yeah, conveniently, yeah. But yeah, my mom was like, you're going where to do what? And I was like, just don't worry about it. Yeah. 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 It's pretty crazy. And then, oh, I told you about, I said, hey, we're talking about going. Uh, my cousin was getting married in November. No, in November and this was in June, right? I was like, my cousin's getting married, you know, they're having a breakfast bar and stuff, like pancakes yes, and all that stuff. Yes, we bonded over and I was like, you can go with me. You can be my date or whatever. And she was. I was. W-Riz! <laughs> my gosh. Yeah. You know the craziest part about the whole thing, though? I almost didn't go to Wyoming. Really? I was this close. Yes. Yeah. Your mom told me about it, like, I think the day before the meeting, like mm-hmm. the interest meeting, and she made paper about it and everything, and... I almost didn't go. This was also the time that I was so like self-conscious and like mm-hmm. really just kind of like ridden with social anxiety. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I don't know where anybody's going. Like, I don't, I don't want to go. I think a girl was supposed to go with me that was interested, but then she was like, I don't know. And she ended up not going. So I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not going on my own. I was like, and my mom was like, Hey, don't you have a meeting in like 15 minutes? And I was like, yeah, but I'm not going to go. And she's like, no, you need to go. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. She's like, Haley, Go, you're gonna regret it if you don't. And so I mm. went, and your mom told us all about the trip, and immediately I was like, I have to go. Yeah. I love this. And like, I think you're back on that all the time. Like, That's what crazy. a god moment. Like, yes. I almost didn't go to the meeting, I almost didn't go on the trip, and I would not be here now. Yeah, and uh, my mom actually had like a, a moment like that with me. Obviously, it's different, but I like, I got invited to go to Passion, right? Yeah. And I don't know why, but I was just like, you know, I'm enjoying my break. I don't know. Like, I don't really, I just want to chill. And my mom literally, like, like she wasn't with me, but we were on the phone. She literally paused and went, baby, go. 
She's like, don't, don't, don't not go to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like she was like, you're gonna look back and you're gonna you're gonna regret it if you don't go because yeah. that's because next year you'll be playing during that time and you won't be able to go. Right. And so she, and I didn't get to go this last year. I wanted to go to Passion this last year, but we had practice. Yeah. I literally couldn't. And so she was like, no, go. Like I, I'm not gonna force you because you're your man and you do what you want. But yeah. she said, just do it. But go. And I said, okay, mom, okay. I went. It was amazing. I absolutely loved it. It changed my life. Yeah. And the messages still, I still listen to the messages uh, when I can. And I would, I would go if I, you know, if I'm ever able to. I might be able to go to Dallas next year now that they have one in Dallas. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know my little cousin, Hallie? Hallie. Um, Parker? Oh, yes. She, she, I'm, I'm probably not supposed to say that. She asked if I could sneak her in with me. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I know I'm not old enough, but I want to go. Oh, and I was like, all right, if they, if they let me, I'll, I'll take you. Because <laughs> I was like, Cause it's a fake ID to go to the Christian conference. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, okay. First of all, her parents like they're gonna know if she goes with me. So yeah, so yeah, I might take you with me. But no, but no. Anyways, no. I, but the passion is really powerful, and it was it was an amazing experience. And it's yeah. it's a, yeah, it's pretty awesome. So, but yeah, y'all y'all have a really awesome story, and it's it was cool to see it because it was funny because like. Y'all are riding back together, and then the next week, I, I think he texted me one time. Hey, bro, I'm gonna be in base for today. I was like, Oh, really? What, what for, man? I was like, Oh, just. I think he said that. You're like, Oh, cows or whatever. And, like, and I was like, Oh, cows. Like, really? Like, I was like, Is that it? And he said, Oh, I think I'm. I just I came for July. I think that was it. Yeah, came yeah. for July and stuff. Yeah, that was. Hey, and that was six years ago this week. That's crazy. Yeah, and now we're all back here again. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Real so crazy. Dude, we're getting the band back together. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. No. It's cra- it is crazy. But, um, but so, yeah, now y'all are in this season of life, though, um, where you're married, which is awesome, and, uh, and your parents now. So mm-hmm. talk to me about, well, first talk to me about, like, you know, the complications during Banks' birth. I know that, oh, my gosh, it's fun. But, but, um. Yeah, but yeah, talk to me about that and like what happened with that because I know that was a really big deal and like our family is really praying for you guys and I know that there were some complications. I don't know exactly what it was, but yeah, did, yeah, tell me about that and like what happened. With that. You want to go for it? You you got like a I don't know, you you talk okay okay you talk better <laughs> and that's like I'm not yeah medically educated yeah I'm not smart she's, bro you're intelligent she is very intelligent. You're the farthest smeller guy I know. Wait, smartest feller? <laughs> okay, anyway. Oh, um, all right, well, I get serious about this. Yeah, if I cry, just like, we'll just go push through. Okay. Um, no. Okay, so, yeah, base. the craziest thing about the whole thing, really, is mm. that perfectly healthy pregnancy. Mm. He was full-term. There was, There were no indications that anything should go wrong. The only indication of anything was that he was going to be a big baby, and he was. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's all we were expecting. Um, so I go through, I'm getting induced and um, start into labor and everything, and um, they, when they broke my water, they noticed that there was um, meconium in my mm-hmm. fluid, which essentially is just like, that's what their first poop is called. It's really kind of gross to think about, mm-hmm. but essentially just means like he pooped before he was born and it got in the fluid um and that usually is a sign of distress and so that was already kind of a sign that he wasn't doing too good 
Well, try to continue on with labor and his heart rate is dropping and decelling uh-huh. with each contraction. And I was having too, too long contractions too frequently. And so there just wasn't enough time for him to get a break. Um, and so he just was basically in distress. Um, the doctors called it a unplanned C-section, if you will. I mean, I the, literally the only reason I think that they use that instead of emergency C-section is because he had a heartbeat and I wasn't unconscious. Mm-hmm. I really think that's it. But so um, doctor comes in and says, he's not doing good. We need to do a C-section like right away. Um, and so, you know, I was like, is there anything that we can do? Like, can we wait? Can we ride it out? Will it get better? She's like, no, we, we got to go. And so um, they take me back to, to C-section um, and they get him out and he's not breathing. He's dead silent. Um and not moving, not breathing, and they don't even, like, they just hold him up over the curtain for us to see, and then they take him right away to a warmer and immediately um, start intubating him. Um, and I don't know if you know what the APGAR score is, but that's essentially just, they, they're given, each baby once they're born is given an APGAR score. It's rated from 1 to 10 based on these different um, criteria, but essentially, like, the color of their skin, um, their, their breasts, their heart rate, and something else, but his was a 1. Um, and so that essentially just means he had a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, you know, he was barely alive when he was born. Um, so they took him from the OR straight to the NICU. Um, and when they took him out and the sweet nurse, like I, I knew the whole time, I was like, something's not right. But they weren't really, they were just like, we're just helping him breathe. And Jackson was over there with him holding his hand. He was like, he's, he's okay, he's okay. And, um, I didn't know. I, yeah, but... Um, but when they took him out, and I think they took Jackson out too, um, and this nurse was trying to reach him, she's like, he's in great hands. They're gonna give him the best care they can. Like, that's when all the weight of it just hit me, and I was like, he's not okay. Like, yeah. this is not good. You didn't realize until then. Exactly. Yeah. And so I just sobbed for probably hours, and everything that happened between that moment and who knows when, like, is really just kind of a blur for me. Um, but so he went to the NICU. Um, they were able to get him to start breathing on his own, um, so they they took the tube out, and uh, I was finally able to go and see him like six or seven hours later. Wow, um, yeah, I mean, that was terrible. Yeah, I had, like hadn't even touched him or anything, and um, for six or seven hours, and it was that was the hardest thing I've ever done. Um, but when I finally got to go see him, he didn't have the tube in anymore. He just they were just trying to get the fluid out of his lungs and they were trying to figure out why he struggled in labor. So they were running tests for infection and, and just everything in the book really. Um, but he ended up coming back negative for all of those. And so we've been there for about two days. We're thinking um, maybe he's gonna be okay and we'll get to go home soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but they ended up having to tube him again and they sedated him and then he ended up having a seizure. Um, and during that seizure, his heart rate spiked and his, he stopped breathing. Um, and that was the thing, like he kept having these apneic spells where he quit breathing. Um, and so, but then he had that seizure and they were like, okay, something more is going on. Um, and so they sent us to Children's because while St. Bernard's has a NICU, it's not a children's hospital. And so everything they have there isn't equipped for, for babies. Um, so they're like, we need to send you to children's because they'll be able to best deal yeah. with this. Um, so they sent us to children's, um, spent like eight days at children's or, or something like that. Overall, he was in the NICU for 12 days. Um, and 
They did an EEG, put all these wires up to his head to monitor his brain and everything. And um, he had a, two or three more seizures after we got there. Um, oh my goodness. Yeah, within like 24 hours. Um, fortunately, after that, they stopped. Um, and then we were just waiting on an MRI to see why they were happening and found out uh, shortly before we went home that he had a brain injury um, when he was born. Um, that because he wasn't breathing, his brain wasn't getting oxygen, and so it caused his brain to swell um, and cause what's called hypoxic ischemic encephalopathy, which is... That's what she's talking. I can't say that. Yeah, I was going to say, but all this in detail. Yeah, yeah but yeah. It's, it's just HIE for short, um, but he's oh, yeah. suffering from that, and so the swelling, like, is gone by now. Um, but it leaves behind some residual brain damage. Um, and so it's really kind of a wait and see process. Yes. I know this is a very serious topic, so I'm not trying to make What did you major in in school? Um, she wanted me to so like biology? Biology and then accounting, but I didn't get deep in, well, I kind of got deep in accounting, but yeah. But no, I just, yeah. Smart, bro. She's a wizard. <laughs> I don't know why. I thought you were going for like elementary education or something. <laughs> I have no idea what <laughs> But, um, oh, she knows the terms, bro. She's, she's been using them index cards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he, so, um, but the damage, he has a moderate case and it's from like uh, mild, moderate to ex or severe. And so he has a moderate one, which is obviously in the middle. And so it's possible, well, he is going to start some physical therapy here soon, mm -hmm. um, but he's just more at risk for needing all kinds of therapies. To help them develop and developmental delays and like cerebral palsy and stuff like that and so yeah. it's really just kind of seeing if his brain can rewire and um learn to do everything it's supposed to do um when it's supposed to so yeah yeah so so you're saying he's more likely i guess to get something like cerebral palsy and mm -hmm. stuff like that because yeah. i went to i think his name is alex i went to school with a kid that had cerebral palsy and yeah. Um, he's the one kid I've ever met with that, but mm -hmm. it was, um, but yeah, is there a chance that he might not, you know, or anything like that? Like, or? Yeah, that's what, like, they told us before he left, you can't look at, like, no one case is a lot, is yeah. like, um, and so you can't look at one kid with a moderate case that has a bunch of delays and things wrong with them and, like, they need speech and physical and occupational like, therapy and, or one that doesn't have any issues and say, oh, well, my, my kid's going to be like that too, because it's just specific to each person. But the good thing about him being a, a baby is that like his brain has time to readjust and like people keep saying like their brains are so amazing, like the way that they can wire in those damaged parts. And so like there's a chance he could be perfectly normal and, and healthy mm -hmm. and you know, that's what we're hoping for. But regardless of what happens, like we're just going to do the best we can for him and, yeah. and love him regardless. Yeah. Really, the biggest thing at this point is like, am I doing enough for him and mm -hmm. the trauma of what we did go through? Because like, um, it was hard. Yeah, and well, like we didn't even get to hold. Like we did, eventually did get to touch him, but we didn't even get to hold him until he was five days old. Yeah, five days. Yeah. You didn't get to hold him until five days after. Well, I mean, you know, like, and that's that seems like a long time. There's other people, you know, like there's. Look at have been in NICU for like 150 days. Like people, like it's oh crazy. Gosh, bro. Yeah. It's such a hard thing. Like there's a little, little kid, uh, Alex. Alex. You know him and his parents. Like you know they, his bed was beside banks, sent and stuff. And like it, you know we got to meet them and like these were friends on Facebook. So, so we yeah. see like, Alex is at home now and stuff. And like, he's, yeah. 
He's six months now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like, it's cool to see that, but like, it's like, man, like, our story was hard, mm-hmm. but other people's stories are so hard too. Like, yeah, you know, true, for sure. It's like, man, it's just like, hard just five days. Like, I wouldn't know what to do if it was like a hundred, like some of the kids that were in it yeah. for so long and stuff, but, yeah. um, I don't know where I was going with that, but, yeah, five days. Well, how's it now, like, being home with them and stuff now? Fun. Fun? Well, <laughs> for me, it's fun. It <laughs> is fun. <laughs> so, and, uh-huh. I mean, I, I stay home with them, and I'm, we're, we're together all the time, but, like, I wouldn't trade that for anything. Mm, like, it yeah. seriously is the best. We do have a blast, and some days it's like, would you take a nap and lay down so that maybe I could take a nap or, like, do something? <laughs> yeah. But if you don't want to, that's fine. We'll snuggle all day long. That's yeah. always well, fun. I just, you know, I've obviously... Never been a parent, so I don't know. <laughs> but I, it's like I hear people say, like, "Oh, like your life's over when you become parents and this and that." It like just begins, bro. It's fun. Yeah, and that's like that's the kind of perspective I want with it because, like, I do think about. Obviously, I'm not a dad right now, but I definitely think about like you know, if I'm blessed to become one, I'm like, let's go. <laughs> I get to do it my way. Yeah, I feel like honestly, for me, and and like I told you earlier, like some bad bad advice like don't take it to heart unless you're really ready but like for me really having him in a way saved me mm-hmm. like because I was the path I was on in school was pursuing something that was going to make me absolutely miserable yeah um, and like dude not an accountant yeah <laughs> not an accountant dude I could never yeah but so like before we found out I was pregnant it, it was finals week and I just remember thinking like I had so and it makes sense now because I was insanely hormonal and like that's what the deal was but I just had so many breakdowns and I just like after one of my finals I was in the academy parking lot and had to call him to come meet me because I was just sobbing I was like I don't think I did good but I don't even care because I just am miserable like I don't want to do this This like but I'm too far in I don't know what to do well and then like a week later find out I'm pregnant One thing she did too, April Fool's Day. She played a oh, prank on me that she was pregnant. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. That was a couple of days after this whole yeah. breakdown. Okay, we're not. Can we find out? It was before. Okay, yeah. still. Yeah, yeah, then like still. Two weeks later. Yeah. Then we found out she was pregnant. So, so she was pregnant. She could have been pregnant. So she yeah. April Fool's you. Did she guys it? Did she actually convince you? Uh, like self doubt, stuff like that, mm-hmm. and uh, 
what can I say? Um, You're not in control. Yeah, like I'm not in control of my like my salvation, right? Because God is in control of that. Like He, like His His, you know, juice and blood, you know, saves us and everything. So we're sitting there, and then she goes back, like they're taking her back for the C-section and stuff, and um, like I'm by myself. They leave me out in the hallway. They said, "Here, put the stuff on." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> and they said, "We'll be back in here in a minute." And I'm sitting there in the hallway in this maze of a hospital by myself, and I'm just sitting there. I'm like. I just like I just got done crying, and I'm like, my God, like, like three things could happen here. One thing would be like they're completely healthy, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Two is like Haley could die, mm-hmm. Banks could die. Like four things, well, they both could. Mm-hmm. Like, and am I gonna be okay with that? Yeah. Like any of those possibilities could happen. Like, am I gonna be okay? It's like it doesn't matter. Like, that's the thing. I'm like, I'm just helpless. Yeah, like, what do I do here? Like, and I'm not control of this. And, like, that's another thing that I think back like in my story of like in my salvation. And it's like I've never been in control of like what like God has control of our life, right? Like, yeah. We, for us to say we had control, like, such a joke. is crazy, dude. Yeah. Because if I I'm idiot, mm. like I screw up every day, and everybody does. But like, even sitting on this podcast talking about this stuff, and it's like it's convicting because I'm like I'm. I messed up, man. Like, and it, I'm just thankful, man, that God just wants to, just God bless me. Yeah. With amazing wife and a great little boy home, or well, with grandparents, but <laughs> it, it, it's, it's insane, dude. Man, I love you, man. You're my boy. You know that? I just, no, you're right. It, it, I mean, it's, it, like, I, I wrote down, I wrote a prayer in, a, in my notebook, man. I got it. I started it the day, a month before Max was born, I started writing this little black notebook. Mm. And uh, I wrote, like, the night before we were sitting at the hospital, like, I'd been watching the girl, and we were just hanging out, watching TV and stuff. Like, he was waiting, you know, oh, we have a son tomorrow. And, uh, <laughs> but, like, I wrote down, I was like, Lord, like, whatever happens, like, I want God, like, I want Haley to be, like, Haley to be healthy and, like, do well in the prayer, like, in the birth process. and. You know, Banks came out kicking and screaming. Mm-hmm. Like, I wrote that down. Like, well, that should be healthy. Because, like, I, when I was born, I was two pounds. Like, I, I yeah. didn't, like, I'm very fat now. But, uh. You always say that when you turn back a testament. <laughs> but, like. I'm definitely not two pounds now. I'm definitely not two pounds now. I remember that a while. But, like, you know, that's what I want. I was like, you know, because I had some complications, right? And I was like, I just want him to be okay. Yeah. And, like, he didn't come back kicking and screaming. Mm-hmm. He was quiet. And then, like, you know, but, you know, now he's. At home, he just talk. Like he didn't talk, but like he just he did always like, ah, in bad ones. Yeah. 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 What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but man, it's just yeah. I just want I just wanted to go back to that because it's like man, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's crazy. We did like we glossed over like the condition of it, but like really for us, like our condition was and like my condition that was. I don't know. I hope there's never again a point in my life where I'm that low. Yeah. Because that was, I mean, physically I'm in pain and, and broken because mm-hmm. I just had a major surgery. Yeah. And I'm physically hurting from from the emotion of it all. Emotionally I'm, yeah. I'm broken, mentally I'm a wreck. And I mean, it, it was just so hard. And like relinquishing control, that was so hard because none of that was how... We wanted it to go, of course, yeah. but like I didn't even like I was so determined 
our plans don't matter. That's essentially all, all mm. it comes down to. Our plans mm. do not matter. I didn't plan to have a baby right now, but God intervened. I plan to be an accountant. I was going to be miserable. No, you didn't. You plan to be a dentist, bro. She was dead. Okay, originally, stuff. but... She hates shit. I know, I know what you're saying. Yes, but... And I didn't plan to have a C-section. I was so determined that I was not going to have a C-section that in the weeks leading up to having banks, I was Googling, like, what to pack in your hospital bag. And there would be things to be like, oh, this is great for C-section recovery. I was like, oh, I don't need that. I'm not having a C-section. Like, literally just, I was so determined I was not going to. That was my plan. And then I have a C-section and all goes this way. And so, like, our plans don't matter. Mm-hmm. God's plan is always going to be felt, but it's always going to be better and you know that's hard for me to say because of everything i still deal with on a daily basis as a result of what we went through but i know banks is going to have an incredible story Mm -hmm. and someday he's going to seriously change hopefully multiple people's lives if not just one you know because of what he went through and what he could say oh god got me through this and it shapes our stories too and so for the glory of God's kingdom, that's better and that's his plan. And mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's still good in that story. And so um, his plan is always gonna be better. And we just have to be okay with that, have to be in the passenger seat of that and and just let him pilot. That is the most amazing thing I think I've ever heard anyone say. <laughs> What's great with sorry to interrupt one little bit. But like I was thinking about, you know, you got me some necklace, right? Mm-hmm. And you asked me to define a relationship and I said steady. I think back to that, I'm like, man, what made me say that? Like, like yeah, we like, like we've had a relationship that's been like up and down, but it's, like it's like we're still together. Like it's you know we're we're growing every day together, and like, but we're not the ones who were steady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and God was. Yeah, like God's faithful. Like even we're not, and we're dude, we're like this all the time. <laughs> like. We're not talking about this. We're not talking about this. <laughs> you ever since when you were doing I mean, yeah, but I don't really. Never mind, really. I'm, I'm sorry. I really. It might be a new slide. I don't know. It's all good. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just crazy.